Hey there, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of HCI's Nine to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Holly Pennebaker. This podcast in particular is all about measuring learning impact in a global organization, a topic we'll cover at our upcoming People Analytics and Workforce Planning Conference set to take place March 5th through the 7th in Miami. Ryan Sarpelius is an expert in this area, and he's lined up to share his story with you as part of the event. Ryan's the Global Learning Technology and Operations Manager at Uber and has more than 15 years of learning and development experience. So Ryan, thanks for joining us. I know it's very early over in Arizona. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Holly. I'm uh, really happy to be chatting with you guys today and talking about what we're uh, what we're doing here. Awesome. So let's start out with just a little preview of what you're going to be speaking about at the conference. Sure. Yeah. So the goal for um, my session at the conference this year is really going to be around um, a couple of key areas. The first one is how to really identify and define key learning metrics. So when we talk about measuring learning effectiveness and the impact of learning, um, it's helpful just to align on what those things are that you're really looking to measure, um, clarify those definitions, talk about a framework for sort of doing that. Um, so I'll dive a little bit into that um, to uh, hopefully get people up to speed and maybe don't have as much uh, background or experience in that area, but uh, set the, the level ground for that. And then we'll talk a little bit about how to really engage and align with um, regional partners. So my role being a global uh, role is really that we have a centralized function and we want to talk about um, what does that look like as far as actually mapping that out to regional teams and partners across the globe? Um, Uber is a pretty large organization, and, and we cover um, you know a lot of countries and a lot of uh, regions. So we want to make sure that we talk through kind of some tactics and ideas around how to scale uh, what you're trying to do so that you can really drive consistency um, and really bring that value back to the business in terms of articulating what it is you're measuring. Yeah, thanks for giving us that little spiel there, Ryan. And so I have to think about the fact that I've used Uber since 2011, 2010, maybe. And as many rides as I've taken, I've never had the same driver twice. So that just gives you an idea of how many employees we're talking. And then that even expands when you move it to a global scale. So then I think about learning and development for all Uber employees, anywhere from the drivers to the corporate level and beyond. Measuring the impact of something like learning, I could imagine being super challenging for most organizations. So what is the key factor that our listeners should consider when trying this at home? Yeah, sure. So, um, and I think I should clarify that the, our actual drivers um, are our customers. And so, um, we don't employ the drivers, but really kind of see them as partners in what we're doing. Um, but we are supporting all of our driver partners and all of our riders um, and lots of other people kind of in the landscape of Uber, um, really with in-person support and um, a lot of obviously, you know, customer service and support. And so that organization um, is massive. I, it was surprising to me how large it is. So uh, when I came here a few months ago, it was really about figuring out um, what are some of the key things that, that I need to be looking to do? Um, and happy to share, of course, how um, folks who may be listening can take that and really extend that out. So there are a few things I think about um, when, when I'm answering this question. So one is to really look to be a partner. Um, when it comes to learning measurement, there's a lot of opportunity to um, really show the value of L&D. And there's varying levels of perception of what L&D really is and what that learning function you know, is responsible for um, and accountable for. And so, 
if you can really insert yourself as a partner in the organization, that's going to help. Um, you can either do that up front and really start demonstrating your value there by, by just being a good consultant, uh, maybe internally or if you're working externally. But then also by demonstrating the value, it really helps you to, to become a good partner. So I think that's an important thing to focus on is how can you build that partnership. Um, I think another thing to look for, are what projects can you maybe measure retroactively? So um, can you look at a project where you didn't really have a good framework for measuring the effectiveness of what you were doing, but you can kind of go back and autopsy and say, you know, what data do we have to to look at the landscape before we did something, um, you know, that we did some sort of, you know, learning intervention, and then what's going to come after that, and how do we make sure that we draw that line back, right? There's a thread between those those data points, and that's one way to kind of build a case study um, and give you a sense of maybe in your organization how you can be measuring specific areas. Um, I think another thing would be maybe if you're ahead of a project is look for things that are kind of low cost, you know, high value. So are there things that are really maybe self-contained or um, pretty discreet and that aren't going to take a lot of effort, but you can really tell a good story by measuring things really effectively. So, um, you know, I obviously walking into my new role here uh, had some projects in flight and then a lot of things we were just planning and getting off the ground for 2019. So that's been a lot of my um my aim is to say, where can we start demonstrating value now while still building a foundation for the future? So um, something to think about. And then I think the last thing kind of goes back to the partnership, but it's just to ask your stakeholders, say, what is it that you're trying to solve for um, when, you know, ask for a learning intervention or when you've been running these programs, um, what's the thing you're really trying to improve? Is it a performance metric? Is it um, creating baseline skills? I mean, there's a number of ways to, to articulate it, but sometimes you don't know where to start. And just asking the people you're serving to inform you on that is actually really helpful. It, it drives really good conversations about um, targeting the right thing right out of the gate. Uh, you have a lot of clarity on what you're trying to measure. And it's a real kind of no-brainer in terms of then providing that value back to your stakeholder to say, yeah, we're, we're providing that value because we're helping you achieve um, what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, great explanation there, Ryan. Thanks so much. And so a lot of what I heard was that the importance of values, goals, knowing what areas of improvement are needed the most, knowing what to target, and making sure things are clear across the board makes an awesome toolkit going forward. So how exactly are you approaching the challenge of taking the strategy global at Uber? Yeah, it's a good question. And it's um, a big challenge that I'm definitely learning a lot through myself to be honest, and, and so I'm happy to share kind of how we're doing it. Um, and and it's it's beyond L&D, really. We have a lot of global functions that sit globally, um, you know, in San Francisco, but then we're uh, supporting teams globally across various regions, again, in, in pretty much every area of the world. Um, so the way that we do that, we think about this term called colloquial, which is not a real word, but is a, a bit of a hybrid of, of global and local. And the idea there is we want to be global as much as we possibly can, um, and then local where we really need to be. So what that looks like for us is building standards, um, looking at what we can measure and consolidate and take a look at globally across the entire enterprise. Um, and that's probably, I'll talk more about this in my session, but um, that's kind of some of your basic measurement around like activity and cost and, and kind of volume and those sorts of measures, um, as well as some things you can standardize as far as kind of your typical like satisfaction type surveys, right? So um right, in our industry, call it a level one survey, kind of your smile sheet or whatever that might be, because um, that's going to be pretty generic, and, and it's really easy to look at that across the enterprise. But then when you start looking at measuring actual, um, you know, knowledge transfer, behavior, impact on the business, um, there's going to be places where the regions are going to want to do that their own way. And so what we've focused on is um, what's the standard for doing that? What are the best practices around doing that? How can we give them tools? Um 
where do we need to build capability? Uh, so they have the ability to really execute on that because at a global level, we may, we just don't have that insight. And we really want to make sure that we're setting the regions up for success to really do what they do best, um, kind of on the ground with their people, uh, really to execute that measurement strategy. So it's a, it's, it's the way we're thinking about it. Again, trying to standardize where we can scale from a tool set perspective when we can, um, but then really try to drive that line between what we're responsible for and where the regions really need to take it across the finish line. Um, and leverage their expertise. So uh, it's it's a work in progress, you know, a little bit still for us, but um, we're definitely seeing some really good traction and partnership and um, people seem to be excited to, to have that approach. So we're, uh, we're enjoying it so far. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it sounds like you've definitely got it going on. I would say that Uber is in good hands with these plans. So thank you so much for being here this morning. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. For more information, visit www.pawpconference.com for more details on the upcoming People Analytics and Workforce Planning Conference. We hope to see you in Miami for networking and learning how top organizations create a competitive advantage with workforce analytics in our rapid changing business environment. And if you can't make the trip, virtual passes are available. We'd love for you to subscribe to 9 to Thrive if you enjoyed listening in. You can find HCI on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us a rating. Your rating helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover the program. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in.